Hello, and welcome to Cousin Chat with Donna and Brad, two proud educators and HBCU grads. Here, we talk about what matters. And so today, we are asking the question, what's on your plate? And so here with me today to have this discussion is my cousin, Kenyana. Kenyana, say hello to the people. Hello, people. (laughs) And so we're going to just jump right in. Um, I had a workshop for school and one of my coworkers, uh, she presented this to us and she actually asked the question, you know, what's on your plate? And it just made me start thinking, you know, really, what is on my plate? But she actually broke it down. She provided a diagram of a plate with place settings and, and all of the, you know, silverware. And it just really made so much sense. So I, I, I thought about it and, um, I wanted us to break down, just like, kind of like she did, the areas on the place setting by category. So when she had us do this, it was the plate first. She dealt with the plate first and listing all of the things on your plate. And then, you know, it didn't seem like I had so many at first, but then she said, now I want you to go back around and take another look at the things on the plate and break those things down like what is it that's taking up so much of your time would you say that you have a lot on your plate right now i would say yes and i so what happened was during the summer um like many people i was furloughed and so um i decided you know what can i do with my time Mm -hmm. and not just trying to make sure that um, I was using the time to kind of reset and recharge. I actually wanted to see if I could maybe even reinvent myself. Okay. Um, so, you know, I looked at like my skills, uh, um, you know, wanted to make sure that I had definitely um, had a pretty good grasp on things like uh, the technology because everybody was doing virtual. So I wanted to make sure that I knew more about Zoom and Google Meet and uh, Teams. So, you know, I did little things like set up, you know, wine zooms and things like that, different, you know, other yeah. kind of cousin chat things. But some of them were like virtual happy hours, that kind of thing. You know, stuff, things that I knew that I'd be interested in and, mm-hmm. you know, that I would be engaged in. Um, but I also tried to see if, you know, there, if I could, you know, learn some other things, you know, just like I said, some other skills. Um, I didn't get a chance to get around to learning Spanish, but I did sign up for a class as a birthday present to myself. So I'm presently in a Spanish class, but see, so now that I'm back at work and the kids are back in school. So all these things that I had that I used to fill up my time. Now I am, I've, I've noticed in the last few weeks that I'm feeling overwhelmed. And the reason I think that I am more um, acute to it is because during the holidays, you know, I was able to unplug right, and really, you know, push everything aside and just spend time with the family. And now that I'm back in it, it's like, I can't breathe. There's a lot going on. And so now I'm like, okay, maybe I need to move some things back or just you know, just step away from some things, you know, instead of doing something once a month, maybe I do it once a quarter. Um, This or, you know, do I need to do X, you know, anymore? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. So I'm trying to reassess. Sometimes sometimes you have to, you have to reassess, you have to reflect Mm -hmm. and just take a step back. And um, so that kind of, 
I'll go into the fork. Um, uh, what have you basically wanted to try, but you haven't yet or take a stab at and you just haven't taken the time to do it. And as I was thinking about it, I, I really couldn't think of anything at first, but then I thought, you know, I really like painting. Ooh. I really do. Now I'm not. I th- I, that's something I did not know about you. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> but it just seems like every time I go to, uh, well, I haven't been to a sip and paint lately, but the ones that I've been to, I really enjoyed. And, mm-hmm. you know, I go on this retreat every year in December. And yes, I went again this year. And I did another painting and it's just so therapeutic. Like when you're just sitting there and it's nothing but you and that canvas and the paint. And, you know, thankfully I had um, the person who provided the canvas did the sketch, you know, and then you Mm -hmm. put the colors in yourself. But it was just so calming and Mm -hmm. so relaxing. And it's like, that's the best part of that weekend for me. We do a lot of, you know, other activities and you know, but this year was kind of limited because we were in a different type of situation. But right. when we were all sitting there in front of our canvases, it was just quiet. You know, there was some music playing, but it was just so peaceful. But I have canvases here that I bought like while I was there and mm-hmm. I just haven't gotten the paint like to sit down and just start doing it. But that is one thing I would like to do more of because it brings out another type of creativity. Right. That I really just don't tap into. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's interesting because all growing up, I was never good at art. And I would keep telling myself, oh, I can't draw. Oh, I can't draw. I mm-hmm. can't this. I can't that. Whenever it comes to art. But you put me in front of that canvas with some paint and the line, you know, the, the sketch is already there. And I am... It's like I'm in another zone and I love it. So I'll probably have to figure out a way to No, that gives me an idea that. too for uh for um family reunion stuff. Okay. Okay. Yes. And so you <laughs> already answered that like with your Spanish, you know, so you started that. But then that mm-hmm. could take us over to the knife. And so the question becomes, so what is cutting away at your time? You know. When you think about what is keeping you from getting the, like what's getting in the way of you finding your balance? Um, so I think I'm, honestly, I think I'm not taking the time to figure that out. Mm-hmm. I, it's not something that comes naturally to me. And I know that I'm a natural um, organizer. I have to have things set a certain way. And I, um, have not I, I bought an organizer and I'm not using it right now but I need to use it and literally take time to, to look and see how much time I need to do certain things because I feel like without it I'm, a lot of times when I don't have a calendar in front of me anyway I'm pretty lost um but I the way I've been doing it mostly has been for work I need to actually look at the activities mm that I'm involved in and figure out what really deserves my time and what doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Because what I find myself doing is wanting to be available, wanting to help because I love helping people. Um, And then I find out, you know, I've spread myself too thin and, you know, and there's nothing left 
and all of a sudden I am like exhausted because I can't do one more thing. And so that that's, you know, what, what it's been feeling like lately. Like, okay, I need to, I need to, there's something I just don't need to do. So I need to figure that out. I need to really write it all down and figure out what do I need to do? Um, what don't I need to do? Right. That kind of thing. And that's the yeah. hard part, especially if it's something that you've been doing. Right. Not necessarily you, but like take a person who has had a position, like say for a long time in an organization, mm-hmm. but they are just really, you know, I really don't want to do this anymore. I'm right. I really want to let somebody else kind of handle this and take over, but I don't want to say that I don't want to do it or I don't know if, if, if I should give it up or if I should, you know what I mean? So I think that people need to give themselves permission to either say no or give themselves permission to just say, I don't want to do this thing anymore. Right. Especially if there is someone in the, you know, in waiting who can actually do it. Mm -hmm. I know it might be a little bit more difficult to give something up if you know that there is no one else to take the place. Right. But for those, you know, situations where there really is someone else who can do the job, probably, if not as good as, maybe better than you, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. it's okay to let it go and, you know, let the organization or the school or whatever it be, just move on and progress. Right. Right. Instead of you just hanging on to it and and keeping them back. Right. You know, because you don't want to let it go or Mm -hmm. you've had it for so long, you know. But um, then that goes into the spoon. Now, this is interesting (laughs) because the question that was raised with the spoon is, or to represent the spoon, am I open to asking for help? Am I even open to it? Like when I need it, do I ask for it? And then, you know, are, are you totally reluctant mm-hmm. to asking for help um, or totally opposed to it? Like, you know what? That's not something that I do. Right. I can handle this thing. I don't need any help. You know, and there are some people like that. And then sometimes that leads to becoming overwhelmed mm-hmm. because now you may have all this stuff on your plate, but who's to say that there can't be someone to help you with some of the things on that plate? Right. You just don't ask. But then there's also the possibility that maybe you have asked for help and you didn't get the help that you needed. So now I'll just do it myself, (laughs) you know, but there has to be some kind of balance even there. Yeah. Maybe that one person that you asked for help, maybe they didn't give you the help that you needed, but that doesn't mean you never ask anybody else for help. Right. You know, right. you got to find some kind of balance there, you know? Yeah. And it's not that you need to be spoon fed, like you need them to do everything, but maybe this one part, but right. you have to be able to, you have to be open to getting. Help. I know for a very long time, my problem was asking people for help. I had a huge problem with that and it wasn't a pride thing it was more I was shy I just didn't want to ask you know I don't I I don't know I never I never felt like it was you know I've never had any problems admitting if I couldn't do something by myself Mm -hmm. um but it was 
I was so, so there was a lot of time to feel like I was maybe I'm bothering that person. Maybe I That's shouldn't. That's how ask. I feel. Yeah, maybe maybe you know, maybe, what if they already have too much to do? Thank you. <laughs> you are, you know what? You're validating <laughs> because the the chat that deals with that hasn't aired yet. Okay. <laughs> but that came up in another cousin chat and I said the same exact mm-hmm. thing, Kenyana. I do not like to bother people. Mm-hmm. No, I so agree. Don't want to be a burden. I sure mm-hmm. don't. Mm-mm. I do not. And Dayborn and Brad both got on me in that chat. <laughs> so I'll, we'll, you know, anyway. But they got on me like, well, it sounds like a control issue to me. It's not even, see, Kenyana. My husband says the same thing. And I, I'm, I'm like, I don't think it's a control thing. For me, it's I like it's like I said. I don't want to be a bother. I don't want to. I don't want to control everything. Trust me, I don't okay. want to control everything. <laughs> uh uh-uh. But I think that, that that's, just, that's how we oh, are. Though. But for people who are not like us, it can yeah. really seem like you just want to have control over everything. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's just that I don't want to bother you. So right. rather than bother you. I'll just do it. Like, and that's, but I can see from the other perspective, you know, the, even with them. It I, must look like I got it. Exactly. It must look, wow, I didn't think about that. Exactly. <laughs> so when I thought about that after Dayborn and, and Brad and I had that discussion, I thought about how it must look, even in me just describing mm-hmm. how I felt about, you know, getting other people to do things or asking for help. And they were looking at it like, sounds controlling like it sounds like you just want to and brad he was like well i think that's an ego thing i'm like what no because i said it's in my personal life too it's not even just like if i'm over a committee or something that i just don't want to bother people even though that is the point of having a committee that is the point delegation sharing the work But the thing is, even in my personal life, I don't bother people. Like, I just don't. If you, sometimes, if you don't ask me, you won't know. Right. But you always know. You know what I'm saying there? <laughs> like, when something is not quite right. right. So then, uh, you know, we, we talk. But other than that, I'm not bothering you with my issues or what's going on with me. Because you have your own. And that's the way I see it. However... That's not always a good thing. That's not a good thing. People, you need to use the people around you. And one of the things that um, also came up in the thing that I had, you know, the staff uh, member said, she said, well, you know, who is your support person? Who's your support person? Or are you the one that is always offering support? And so... You see my face glow black. Like, <laughs> see, therein lies that balance that we have to have. If we're going to, you know, maintain mental stability and not crash, yeah. we have to have some kind of balance. And that's why I wanted to talk about this today because I think people need to know no matter what you have on your plate, if you have some assistance with some of that stuff, it can get done. If you maybe have asked the wrong person for support and you didn't get it, then maybe ask someone else. But don't just stop asking for support because the first time it didn't work out. 
And not only that, maybe you need to remove some things from your plate. Maybe everything can't stay on the plate. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you have to ask yourself, does this really need to be on my plate? Or did I put it on my plate because nobody else wanted to put it on theirs? That's usually what happens with me. <laughs> Is it? Well, because I see things mm-hmm. and, you know, the question, I, I, literally, I, because even at work, you know, someone will ask the question, well, we need to do this, so how, how are we going to do that? And I'm like, okay, that's been asked twice. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and schedule this meeting and figure this out, and I'll make sure that I send all of you guys an invite, and then, you know, tell me if it doesn't work or not. Because to me, it's like, why are we still asking the same question? I mean, just get it done. It's, it's, to, it's faster to me to just get it done but, instead but, of... <laughs> I hear you. But then do you know that there are people on the opposite spectrum of how you're thinking and they mm-hmm. say to themselves, oh, well, let's just wait a minute because Kenyatta <laughs> will figure it out. And they've told me. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody's told anything. me that. Let's just wait. Well, Kenyatta's going to get it done. Yeah. yeah I mean. So, so what, what's the, what is the... Why would I say something if I know? Well, look, oh. if I sit here long enough, Kenyana will do it, you know? But I learned a long time ago, look, if you make a suggestion, you better be ready to be in charge of it or run it or whatever it is. And, but, but see, it's okay, so let me tell you, it's because let me tell you what's happened with that is that I have been looking at professionally, and said to myself, I think I don't want to do that anymore. I, I think I'm ready to do something else. And I haven't figured out what that is. And I feel like if I decide to go to something else, who's going to do it? Even though I know there's someone else that can, mm-hmm. you know, businesses, they find people all the time. Mm-hmm. But I, I get to the point, especially if I'm with a group of people that I really like, I'm supporting or managers I'm really supporting. And it's like, I think I'm going to take care of that person the way I did. I can't be selfish like that, but I do wonder what, yeah, and, and not even, I'm really, I'm, seriously, not to the point where it's like, oh, they're not going to take care of them the way I do. I mean, I'm genuinely concerned with, are they going to, take care of that person do they know that this person's children's birthdays are on these days you know that this you know but see Kenyana, crazy you stuff I, like that things like that actually <laughs> matter yeah it matters and i think that's why people like us get burned out we take yeah. it on because at the time we feel like okay well we can do this i can add this and it'll get done but then when it's on the plate Mm-hmm. And now other things get on the plate. Right. Now it's the decision. It's, it's time now to decide, well, gosh, do I really need to keep this on my plate? What will happen if I take it off my plate? You know, but that's, that's just the caring part of us. I know my mother told me, God rest her soul, she told me when I first started teaching, because there were days that I really didn't feel well, but I would go in anyway, or I was tired. She was like, you know, she was like, Donna, that school is going to go on. Those kids will be fine if you miss one day. You know, even when I was working with the New York Times, she was like, Donna, that paper's gonna run. 
Like, if you don't go to work, it will run. And you know, it, it, it just, but in my mind, I, I know what I do and I do it well and I wanna be there to do it because what happens if I'm not there, you know, and then something falls through the cracks or I like being with my students. I don't like when substitutes are in my classroom. I never have because I want them to get what I want them to have. And I know they're not going to do the plans the way I left them. So right. I wanted that is to- That so funny. I, when you said, because I, I, <laughs> we were talking the other day and you were like, you know, I didn't, I didn't even take like a full half day off. <laughs> like what? <laughs> but I understand that. I mean, yeah. um, and and I'm I'm like that in the sense that if I feel bad, I won't go to work only if I feel like my mood is so bad, it'll be contagious. Mm-hmm. If I feel like I can push through it, then yeah, I'm there too. I'm just like, I'll, I'll be there, it'll get better. But if I feel like it's really bad, that's when I'll take the, you know, I, I need to stay home. And see, um, I think that, wow. that goes into self-care. That yeah. goes into self-care. Some people run themselves so ragged till they just burn out. And when God is ready for you to sit down, he'll sit you down. And I don't like that. When he's like, oh, you're not going to take time? Okay, fine. Okay. You're just going to run ragged? You're not going to listen to your body? You're not going to listen? Yep. Okay. Same way. So, Same yeah, way. I don't... Mm-mm. I don't like that. That's not a good feeling at all. No, I, that happened to me once. Right. And and that happened to me one time. And I have to tell you, um, I because it scared me. Well, my body, my body was just like, you know what? Guess what? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Not and today. I, yeah, I, and I, you, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, we I, honestly, I, we thought I was having a heart attack. And that scared me. And, um, you know, I, I was, let me tell you, I get to the hospital, they're examining me. He goes, okay, so I have to do, um, uh, we test and the way we do it is we test you over um, a 24 hour period. And I literally told the doctor, okay, so I'll go home and then I'll come back and take the test. Right. And he said, no, you're here. You're here. You have to stay here. And I was like, Mm-mm. what? You're probably thinking about all the stuff you still had to do with yes. that. <laughs> I'm like, this is the, you're telling me this is the middle of the day. I mean, I I got the kids are in school. What, what are you talking about? He's like, no, that's not how this works. You don't leave <laughs> and come back and take your test. Because wow. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm sitting there calculating. I'm like, okay, so then that gives me a test at two o'clock in the morning and we'll just get up and we'll do that. And he's like, yeah, no, 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 you're here. This is this is a hospital. You're here. Yes, they're here. <laughs> and that like, is what? actually Kiana, the perfect segue. The last thing that she brought up was what's in your salad dish? What can I put in my salad dish? And you know, what can be on the dinner plate for later? Like, so what's the right now? What is in my salad? Like what 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 can I just deal with right now? And the rest I'll just put on a dinner plate for later. You know, but um, you really have to, you know, prioritize. We all do. And sometimes it means, like, honestly saying no or just stepping down from something that maybe you've done for years. Maybe you've been the one that people always come to when this particular thing happens. And maybe this one time that they come to you, it's a, I'm sorry, I can't help you right now. 
Yeah. I would love to, mm -hmm. but I just can't do it. Sometimes we say yes to things and it, we, because our heart really wants to, like we mm -hmm. really want to do that thing. But then after you step away from it and you think about what it would mean for you to follow through with this thing that you just said yes to, and that yes can turn into a no real quick. Yeah. But you have to be man or woman enough to tell the person that you just said yes to, you know what, I'm so sorry. And I know this might be an inconvenience, but I am not going to be able to whatever right. that thing is. Yeah. Because yep. I'm telling you, Kenya, there are some people who have no problem saying no. They have no problem putting things on somebody else's plate mm -hmm. and will just ride and just go for that ride while there are people like you, me and other people who just put everything on the plate. Yep. And then just become overwhelmed and then you wonder why and you can't Not get mad at anybody. You're looking at all you... that food. Oh, you're fat with all that food on your plate. How about <laughs> that? I'm fat. <laughs> you, and you can't get mad at anybody because you put it on the plate. Oh. Nobody made you put it on the plate. You put it on the plate. Well, we're going to clean some of these plates off in 2021. So for all of you who are listening, we thank you so much. And we hope that you actually get something out of the chats that we have. And this one in particular, because, you know, it's 2021. It's a new year. And there are some things that maybe you had on your plate in 2020 that just don't belong on your plate anymore. Maybe they belong on somebody else's plate. Maybe they never should have been on your plate, you know? And so really take some time and evaluate, like reevaluate, like, okay. That, that's just what I think you need to do. So in terms of how you can contact us, we are, you can follow us at Cousin Chat on um, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And uh, to see our episodes or to hear them, CousinChat.com, C-U-Z-N-C-H-A-T.com. And today's takeaway basically is just all that we've talked about in a nutshell. I would just say, you know, pay attention to what is on your plate. Okay, just pay attention to what's on your plate. Really sit down and think about it. Um, and if there are things that can be removed, remove them. And don't put more on your plate than you can handle. So, Kenyana, do you have anything to add to that? No, I agree with all of that. No, I'm seriously sitting here like, yeah, you know, definitely take some things off the plate. I was really, I'm really seriously thinking about how, because I'm the kind of person I believe in cleaning my plate, that's how I get fat. <laughs> Put all that stuff on your plate. Just eat, eat, eat. Look at me. You are not fat. Get out of here. <laughs> but I'm telling you, yeah, because, yeah, it can be unhealthy to have more on your plate than you can handle. So, till we come back to our next cousin chat, please think about that. I'm Donna. I'm Kenyatta. And this is Cousin Chat. Bye. Cousin Chat.